Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, this is talk radio to thrive by, and I am very, very jazzed about today's show. And, and I'm going to tell you a little bit why, and then I'm going to introduce my guest. Uh, you, you know, when I was growing up, there was this idea that you can have emotions, but they're not really always good to express. The other side of that coin is you have emotions and you express them all over the place. It's like, you know, building a pizza, and the emotions are all the stuff you want to throw on there. And so for me... When I think about emotions and the brand-new conversation about emotional intelligence, it is not only something that is an important conversation for all of us, but it's important for us to understand what it is and how we get to grow this, how we get to nurture it with our young people. Now, when we get to be sort of kind of our age or my age, let me just put it like that, then the question is what can we do about it even then? But my guest today, Linda Lentieri, is joining us here today. She is a Fulbright Scholar, keynote speaker, internationally known in social and emotional learning conflict resolution groups. She serves as the director of the Inner Resilience Programs, a project of the Tide Center. We're going to hear a lot about Linda. And she has committed and dedicated her life to helping us understand as a former teacher and assistant principal what it is we're missing with our young people. She's also the co-author of Waging Peace in Our Schools, editor of Schools with Spirit, Nurturing the Inner Lives of Children and Teachers, and, uh, and much more. So as a senior scholar and someone that has been uh, a pioneer, a champion, for building inner strength in children, she is the co-author of the book Building Emotional Intelligence. Linda, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Pleasure to be here, Dr. Pat. Well, I've got to ask you this. I mean, this is a question teaching children, but before I get to the kids, let's yeah. let's talk about Linda. And the reason I say that is because usually people that have a commitment and a dedication like you do have a story. And my question is around your life experience. What, is, what are some of the challenges that you, Linda, have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment to be the spokesperson for building emotional intelligence for children? Well, I think probably I go back to not so much my specific challenges, but beginning at a very early age, 20 years old, by the way. I couldn't vote for the President of the United States, but I had in front of me a group of 37 children who my job as a teacher in East Tallum in those days was to nurture all of who they were. And uh, I think that that clearly began me on the road of figuring out whether we could in some way make the educational experience something 
that didn't have to leave a part of a child behind before they walked in the door. And that meant uh, including a vision of education that was both heart and mind. And now in the last sort of decade, the feeling that clearly we need it in the inner life as well. I would say in the most recent past, for me, having the privilege of helping teachers and children and parents recover and heal from the effects of September 11, 2001, were probably one of the challenges that I faced uh, in a more recent way, and realizing how important it was to develop that inner reserve of inner strength to rely on. Well, I think it, it, it is so important. It's funny you mention that, you know, being in your 20s and and in and not being able to vote, but being in front of some incredible young people that you can influence for the rest of their lives, one way or the other. And so when we look at emotional intelligence and when we look at our lives and, and what this means, let's take a step back and look at the definition of emotional intelligence because I, I think that is for some people they've heard the term, for other people they have not heard the term, and this is... You know, this is something we we want to talk about from the perspective of not only learning a new term, a new language around this, but more importantly, how it shows up in our lives and what it is that we can do to understand this better in terms of behavior. You know, Linda, when you, you sat down and obviously you wrote the book uh, uh, in Building Emotional Intelligence, there had to be something in your mind that you wanted to get across, some, something that you wanted to change. What was that? Well, let me start first by saying that um, I'm building this book on a whole field that is really very alive and well right now, which I would say started from the work of Daniel Goleman when he first yeah. got, wrote Emotional Intelligence in, I guess it was 1995, and really started a whole movement of helping many, many people realized that there was a different way of being smart, that that perhaps the way we look and experience and manage our emotions and was as important as the other kind of intellectual competency. And so that's how we came to begin to think about this whole idea of emotional intelligence. Well, we've got lots to talk about uh, on the Dr. Pat Show. Linda Lentieri joining us here today is the co-author of Building Emotional Intelligence and looking at how we can uh, teach our young people that inner strength for them to be successful in a very, very large way. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about why it's important to teach our children, what some of the exercises are, and what we can learn as, adu- as adults uh, from, from, from learning more about emotional intelligence for our children. But more importantly, what role do we play? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive. Bye. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. 
The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at EddieBauer.com an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at EddieBauer.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, thank you each week for tuning us in and turning us on. We certainly, certainly appreciate all of you listening to the show uh, that we do, and not only today, uh, today's show, but certainly the other 12 hours of live radio that I do. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in each week and supporting the show as you have. If you want to find out more about us, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-PatShow.com. Lots of really cool things happening there. I wanted to, uh, uh, again, introduce you to my very special guest today. Linda Lantieri has been working with young people, supporting their life's journey, and today we're talking about building emotional intelligence. You know, the conversation of emotions, is it an inside job that comes and manifests itself on the outside? And what, it, what can we learn about it? How can we help our young people craft the kinds of lives that, that they absolutely desire by understanding the power of emotional intelligence? Linda's here with us today. And, Linda, thank you again for joining the show. Pleasure to be here. Uh, it, one of the things that I, I wanted to talk with you about is I think, it's, I think it's important for us to step back for a minute and talk about the idea of emotional intelligence, what it is, and what we've learned uh, on how to actually manage our emotions. Most of the time we see emotions as something on the outside, but this is really an inside job. Yes, very much so. I guess, first of all, maybe we should just talk a little bit about what we're talking about with emotional intelligence. I think we're saying that um, emotional intelligence is really a sort of heightened self-awareness, first of all, where you're able to identify your thoughts and your feelings, uh, and then it's also a better ability to manage those emotions, to not let them control you, but you are using them to, to self-manage, to make good decisions. And then, of course, it has to do with your ability to manage relationships well, um, to, to be the kind of person people would want to be around. So emotional intelligence uh, has a lot of different competencies that, that make that up. When we talk about emotional intelligence, we're also talking about the idea that these are skills that we may have a propensity toward, but we, we can learn better. Uh, it's not as quite like IQ, 
but much more something that we can begin to teach to. And so that's how the whole field of what we're calling in education, social and emotional learning, has come about. That's the systematic classroom teaching of emotional intelligence. So, you know, why is this such an important conversation right now? I mean, what's going on that would get everyone's attention to say, oh, we need to pay attention here? Well, to me, there are several things. First of all, our very narrow vision of education, and, and I've been in the field of education now for 40 years, and, and I would have to say that we, we sort of have a paradox going on right now in, in the field of education where there's a wider vision of education that some of us see, and there's a very narrow vision of education that is tested on, on standardized tests, and we feel like our kids are going to be ready for the 21st century. Well, clearly the skills that the young people and teachers used on September 11th to really fight for their lives and to, to run for their lives and safety were not skills that you learn on a test. They were not the intellectual capacities. And not saying that those things are not important, but clearly to really prepare young people for everyday living as well as taking over for us when, when they get older, clearly they need a whole other set of skills that are not only intellectual competency. And that's really why I feel the teaching of emotional intelligence is so important. Also, the, the area of the brain that's most shaped during childhood is that prefrontal cortex, that brain's executive center, and this is the place that holds uh, the circuits for inhibiting emotional impulses if we need to, of paying attention. All of these things are connected to learning as well. Well, there's one thing that I, I picked up from reading the material uh, and, and also looking at your website, which we, we should give out uh, to, to folks, and that is that uh, you know, this is a conversation that probably we, we've been having for decades but haven't really understood how to have it. Exactly. And what I mean by that is that I don't know about you, but I know growing up and going to school in, in the Bronx that, you know, if there was someone that was uh, one of, the, one of my, my uh, what do I want to say, fellow students, uh, if one of us was kind of acting up in an emotional way, you know, there was a response that was needed and was taken. And, you know, we could go back and look at what that is. Now there are so many different degrees, so many different levels of emotional intelligence. Some of these are categorized into what we know as ADD, ADHD, and I wanted to hear from you on that. You know, what exactly are we talking about in terms of tapping in to for young people and helping them not only manage but master but master, exactly. I think that what, what we really are talking about is that there are a set of skills and competencies, first of all, okay. that we could teach easily. And that when children are well-nurtured and their parents and teachers are helping them to learn these things, then they develop a greater strength in, in the brain circuits itself for managing distress. And, and when they're not surrounded, they they uh, really act out these aggressive impulses or have trouble calming down or upset. So clearly we can make a big difference as the adults in children's lives in terms of really teaching them some concrete skills to improve some of these 
aspects of emotional intelligence. Well, I heard a statistic this weekend that is just, uh, I mean, I'll tell you, it, it's enough to make the hair on your neck stand up, and, and that is the, the relationship between stress and, uh, and our health. Absolutely. I, I mean, I just heard that this weekend. I think there was a brand new study, and I, I don't remember the exact statistic, but it was it was like crazy. It was something yeah. like ninety something percent of of all illnesses or all reasons we go to the doctor mm-hmm. are related to stress. Mm-hmm. And so, I, and, and when we look at that, we rarely talk about emotions. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's this big stress conversation, yeah. but there's like no conversation about emotion. I want to ask you, what is the relationship between stress and emotions? Well, there's a huge relationship because uh, one of the ways that we describe stress, and by the way, stress isn't stress until the body has a physiological reaction that says what I'm experiencing uh, is dangerous, is, is not okay, is uh, the fight and flight response goes off, and then, of course, a whole set of distressing emotions connect to that as well and so there's a huge connection between teaching ourselves as whether as well as young people how to manage that kind of distressing emotion to realize that not all of these things are danger um, to begin to accurately notice what things that we need to be hypervigilant about and what things we don't need to be so hypervigilant about and therefore have this whole set of stress hormones go off inside of us. So when we're looking at children, and this is the conversation that I think you're bringing to the table, we rarely stop and say, oh, that might be a stress reaction. Exactly. We usually want to know how we can get this kid under control. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's less about, let me take a minute to think about what's happening here, and more about, okay, we need to stop this. Exactly. And then you've said it very well, that there are many times young people act out in some way, and we as adults mistake those symptoms of what I would call unmanaged stress and a call for help as inappropriate behavior, and we're just responding to the behavior, and it needs to be stopped. Children get reprimanded. and clearly it becomes a downward spiral because then it's one stress reaction after another and both the child and the adult accord in it versus saying something like, you seem really upset, what's going on for you? Full well, if a behavior that was exhibited as something you as a parent or teacher don't feel is okay, then there's time to discuss that as well. But clearly letting the child realize that you have seen in his or her actions that they are distressed and that you're honoring that and you're acknowledging that. Well, let's talk about this for a minute and talk about your book. Um, One of the things that I want to let people know is that, you know, the book is Building Emotional Intelligence, but it's also uh, techniques to cultivate inner strength in children. Let's talk about this for a minute. How do we make the gap? How do we we close the gap between what people think is an emotional uh, uh, uproar and and the and what we ultimately want to see in our children in that is building strength and having having them be successful. How do we look at techniques to move from that perception that this is just a kid behaving badly to one that you know what we have some tools and techniques we can help. Well, one of the things I think is to be thinking of these tools and techniques as preventive. In other words, they're kind of the reservoir that, are, that is there for a child, adult, 
to use at any time they might need to use it. If, for example, your savings account on resilience is low, then times that may trial may bring a trial to you, whether it's a stressful situation, um, something you're frightened about, something you're upset about, and there's nothing that you could bounce back to to have that inner reserve that will bring your body and your mind and your spirit to a sense of, of calmness and, and that I'm in control of this situation, then it gets very hard. So I think a lot of these things that we're talking about are things that we all need all the time. Uh, we all need to be more self-aware to, to uh, identify and understand the thoughts of others, for example, of handling our emotions and letting them work for us that we can make good decisions. You know, when we're in a very, very anxious place, as as Dan Goldman said in the intro, distress kills. It's not a place that we could make good decisions from. It's not a place that kids can learn from when they're coming into school angry and distressed. They need to learn how to be able to shift that state of mind by having some inner reserve to do that. So, you know, when you sat down to write this book, is this a culmination of, <laughs> of sort of your 40 years of experience in education and a former teacher? I mean, you know, because you have pretty much seen it, seen it all, I would imagine, assistant principal, director of an alternative middle school in East Harlem. You know what I'm saying? A faculty member of the Department of Curriculum and Teaching at Hunter College in New York. Uh, you're a consultant. And so we're looking at different levels of stress. Have you... Have you been able to uh, to really split this apart? And it, you know, we're not just talking about kids that live in tense neighborhoods or where schools are tense. Aren't we talking about levels of emotion in places all over the country? Sometimes we look at the best schools, so to speak, best, and you know, some of the upper upper class of our society, and the stress level is about the same, if not more. Absolutely, you know. Um, Young people growing up today for me, from the poorest to the most affluent, are really imprisoned by our obsession as a culture with the haves, the material things, and not the beingness of, of who we are as human beings. And, and I think that we run the risk of raising a whole generation of young people who will be bereft of the wisdom and connectedness they need to live a fully human life if we don't spend a little more time in nurturing that in them. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. And, and, you know, this is an incredible conversation, finally a book that gets at the core issues, and that is Techniques to Cultivate Inner Strength in Children, Building Emotional Intelligence, Linda Lantieri and, and Daniel Goldman, actually, uh, who we know for uh, making us most aware of emotional intelligence. We'll be right back with the Dutch Pat Show and Linda. And then how do we address violent or disturbing events in our children? Uh, and how do we address these the violent and disturbing events that our children's witness? I mean, this is such a double edge, as I would say, sword. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life 
to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. <laughs> Are you the owner or manager of a struggling small business? Do you feel alone in your battles? The Small Biz Sherpa can help. Do you want to increase sales or decrease costs? Do you wish your employees were more motivated or cared as much as you do about the bottom line? Call the Small Biz Sherpa. Learn how you can change your company's fortunes by involving and engaging your staff. Create bonus and incentive programs that pay your people more while improving your bottom line. The Small Biz Sherpa has done it himself and now he'll show you how to do it too. Visit smallbizsherpa.com or call 206-505-9752. That's smallbizsherpa.com. Small, B-I-Z, Sherpa.com. Be sure and sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter so you can find out about the latest guests, events, promotions, and giveaways. Visit thedrpatshow.com and register now. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And I'm thrilled to have Linda Lantieri joining us here today. And Techniques to Cultivate Inner Strength in Children, Building Emotional Intelligence is the book. And, you know, Linda, before we get kicking here, why don't we give out a website that people can go to and uh, let folks know how to buy a copy of the book? Well, first of all, I think you could easily buy a copy of the book on Amazon.com uh, and in your local bookstores. Our uh, Inner Resilience Program website is www.innerresilience.org, I-N-N-E-R-R-E-S-I-L, I-E-N-C-E dash tides, T-I-D-E-S dot org. And I would say another website would be the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning where I have continued to grow this work in social and emotional learning and emotional intelligence. And that is just plain castle, C-A-S-E-L dot org. Okay. So as we look at this, I mean, definitely you have put a lot of information. There is... There's, there's a lot of ways for parents to connect on this very important issue. But before the break, we were talking about violent or disturbing events. And, mm -hmm. you know, we were commenting about some of the news from last week. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and in some of the violence that seems to be more of a natural occurrence now than it ever has been. Some people say, "Oh, that's just because the internet and we're more connected now." I, you know, I don't know, Linda. Is that true, or is there truly more violence happening? Well, I'm not sure there's more violence happening, um, but I think that we have more ability to see it or witness it because of technology. And so young people throughout a particular day uh, are less shielded from, from seeing, from hearing, from witnessing. So the real stuff and the stuff that is on their screen. And we know from so much research that both of those things are equally to some degree damaging. So I think that that's one thing. But the second thing is just this kind of hypervigilance that we have. Of course, certainly the young people in the lower Manhattan area had it for a very long time, and some of them still do have some of that hypervigilance. Oh, yeah. And their parents and teachers as well. But clearly we are living in such uncertain times. You know, we could wake up one day and, and basically hear about a, a potential terrorist attack, etc. So... We really are experiencing a certain sense of hypervigilance that I think is a little bit different. And it's even more important why we need to have this sort of inner preparedness, that, that steady, calm, deep place that we can go to that uh, doesn't waver like that, uh, that could help us make the right decisions if we need to in a moment's notice, really. You know... Let's let's give a couple of examples because I, I know you've worked with many 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 children and you definitely if you've been in the New York City area especially after 9/11 you get a sense of what went on there. I know I went in and did a number of interviews with folks and um, some of the firefighters, but there is a ripple effect, so to speak. And the ripple effect, and you address I think this in your book as well. I mean the ripple effect is, you know, one of not just having things like 9-11, but then all of the aftermath of that, uh, what happens in the media, what happens in, in our government, the level of fear. How is this level of, and this is my opinion, uh, Linda, yes. so please jump in if you don't agree. Sure. Uh, you know, how is this level of what I call uh, fear motivation that seems to be spreading throughout our country, how is this? factoring in to uh, the emotional intelligence of our young people. Well, clearly, you've said it well. It, it's sort of like there's the event, and then there's everything around an event that continues to add to the stress. You know, So, again, for me, it gets back to, so we can't control that. Sometimes we would like to be able to control that, and certainly in homes and schools we can control that aftermath of an event or a, a specific set of things that were not so okay. But what we can control is our preparedness in relation to it, and we can nurture that inner life of ourselves in ways that we can then access at times like that to begin to to critically see what is going on in that situation and to really turn off that TV set or uh, begin to talk about something else instead and, and not ruminate in, in it once it's happened. So, you know, Linda, I mean, clearly you're taking this message around the country. And I want to ask you, how is this being received by the parents? Do they get it? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I do want to remind us that 
the whole field of social and emotional learning, and I would say that's the systematic teaching of these skills of emotional intelligence in schools, has been going on now for over a decade, if not more. And we know from the research uh, from many programs, including the one that I originally co-founded called the Resolving Conflict Creatively program, is that schools doing this in a consistent way are equipping children for life uh, in ways that not only improves their emotional intelligence, but clearly is also improving their academic ability. So that's okay. the first thing. Um, this has been going on a while. I think that what I've tried to do in the new book is to say that having a time with either your teacher in a classroom or a parent in their home of quietness and stillness that's regular and being able to think a little bit about what you might do with that quietness and stillness time and giving young people some skills in enhancing their attention, calming themselves down. It's really like a training in concentration, deepening their ability to focus. And so that's what this particular book is about. It's really building on a lot of what we already know in the field of social and emotional learning. And there are many good research-based programs uh, all across the country that, that really are teaching young people. We, we have an estimate, for example, that more than 60% of the schools in this country have some form of social and emotional learning happening. In many places, it's very fragmented. It's not, it, we're not getting behind it enough in a way that really integrates all of what we know yet. Well, and the, the question that I want to ask when we come back for break, and thank you so much for this incredible show today. My guest, Linda Lantieri, joining us here today, Building Emotional Intelligence, Techniques, Techniques, I love that, to cultivate inner strength in children. When we come back, we'll be talking about those techniques. And for me, more importantly, do we have any of these techniques that we're going to be able to use with the parents that are helping these children? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, relaxing on a Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400.
Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your practice and your patients to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies. April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at eddiebauer.com, an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at eddiebauer.com. You choose. Programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm here with uh, co-author uh, Linda Lantieri, and we're talking about building emotional intelligence for our young people, techniques to cultivate inner strength in children. And, Linda, I know that the book is one part of it, but you have had incredible success, or there has been incredible success with the CD. And I asked before the break to give some examples of how this works, you know, some of the tools. I mean, what is it that we're truly talking about that can be used immediately to help our children. Yeah. Well, one of the things I try to do with building emotional intelligence is to really help the adults and children's lives give each other the gift of silence and stillness, mm. uh, which is very rare, and a regularness about this. And so what, what it basically is is teaching young people two different techniques, one that relaxes the body first, a progressive muscle relaxation exercise that also then attunes the mind. And the second one is a mindfulness exercise where we concentrate more on relaxing and calming the mind that also, in fact, calms the body. The CD actually has these scripts on it in a developmentally appropriate way. So there were three different scripts for different age groups. And what the, the book does is teach teachers or parents how to prepare to teach this in the classroom or make it part of your home experience and then listen to the CD together with your child and then have a little bit of debrief and also we've included lots of things you can do that enhance this kind of way of being in your home or in your school. So for example, we encourage both classrooms and homes to have what we call a peace corner a place either in your home or your classroom that's a special place set aside that children could go whenever they need to calm themselves and be still and and regain really their inner balance and flow. It's not a punishment or a cool-off corner, 
but it's clearly a place that, you know, young people might include pictures or photographs of their favorite peaceful places where there might be elements of nature, calming pictures, but it's really a place that young people could choose to go. And we have many of these Peace Corners in our classrooms now and certainly many homes that are beginning to do this. You know, it's got to be it's got to be rewarding for you to see that there there are solutions, and in solutions that truly work. Because you know, clearly we hear about the fact that our, you know I don't know if it's fact, but we hear that our children are out of control, that there aren't solutions, that you know there are many many things happening, including obesity in children just going berserk. And you know, we look at that from a point of view of nutrition. But also, you know, there, there's a missing, for me, there's a missing link, and that's the one you're talking about, the point of stress. Yep, absolutely. Uh, do we truly understand how many different dimensions of stress there are right now for our children that were not there 10, 20 years ago? Do we, do we understand this? I'm not so sure we do. And okay. I, I know that clearly many children will tell you you know, I'm not living the life you live, mom, dad, teacher. And I would have to agree with them that uh, life is a lot more complicated for young people. Uh, they have access to a lot more possibilities of both the positives and the negatives of life. And so it's a lot to balance without an inner sense of resilience inside of them, what I'm calling inner resilience, uh, that young people can go to as a, as a reservoir of strength. And I think it would be a huge help if we could give that to young people in a little more systematic way. I think the teaching of social and emotional learning in schools is doing that, and I think that one of the things that this book is doing is saying, well, there are even even more techniques that can happen for a young person to regulate that emotion, uh, to to access when they need to, to not see everything as a danger. Um, to know when the flight and fight response should go off and when it shouldn't, um, to begin to work with those distressing emotions as they come up and to know how to do that. These are lifelong skills that are needed by young people growing up today. Well, and I wanted to ask you because you have, you have the uh, how do I feel when I'm stressed checklist. Yes. I want to talk about that for a minute because I think as adults we could use that list. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How did you come up with that? Well, I, I there are many lists like that around, so I tried to come up with um, with a combination of some of them I saw, as well as some of the things that come up for young people and just working with them. But what that's really doing is for, is helping young people identify uh, what is what is it we're talking about, you know, and then what what is my body feeling? How how does it feel when I'm stressed? How is what happens to my mind? Uh, what happens to my emotions, so that there's a more level of self-awareness of what's going on, that they can recognize and see how those things influence each other, and that they could begin to recognize those beginning triggers of stress before they're having a stress reaction even. And so let's talk about why that's important, because, you know, once... Once the, the reaction hits our bodies from a chemical, you know, chemicalization point of view, yes. we're toast. Yeah, exactly. We're toast. We're frying. We're frying everything at that point. All the nerve endings. Everything is fine. Absolutely. Yeah. What Dan Goldman 
introduced us to that concept of, you know, your emotions hijack you, you know, that there's that dirty back alley where uh, if you see something in the present that gets that stress reaction happening that reminded you of something in the past, then lo and behold, you're not combining your thinking and your emotional brain, but as, as he talks about it, you know, there's that little back alley that gets you to your emotions and your response before you even have the thinking brain come on there and, and this this is the part that can be a little controversial i want to talk about it and it seems like there's this debate between the people that are in the school of emotion uh, emotions and the, the school of cognition and that is you know emotions versus versus thought or mind and that's the conversation that we're going to have with linda when we come back it's almost like a chicken egg conversation some people believe that our thoughts generate the emotions that trigger all the chemicalization of the toxic stuff we don't want. Other people think it's the other way around. I want to hear what Linda Lantieri thinks when we come back. She is the author, co-author of Building Emotional Intelligence Techniques and Cultivating Inner Strength in Children. Yes, that is not only possible, but it is a must for us in this society. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with Without side effects, just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food, and other fine stores. Go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to SugarFreeMiracle.com, that's SugarFreeMiracle.com, and get started today. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. A good life is essential, and that's why I listen to HealthyLife.net. And for nutritional support for me and my family, my business goes to HealthyLife.net affiliate, GNC LiveWell. It's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry. And that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family. GNC LiveWell has a multitude of convenient locations near you and is always open on the Internet at GNC.com. GNC LiveWell, the name says it all. 
Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And as I said before, Linda Lentieri joining us here today. The book is Building Emotional Intelligence. Uh, Linda, before we jump into the kind of controversial question that I, I presented, please, let's give out the website again and let folks know again where they can get a copy of the book. Sure. Um, I hope you can get a copy of the book at any of your local bookstores. And it's the book in the CD, right? Yes. The CD, the CD is part of the book, uh, and it is uh, integral to the book because that's the that's the sort of way that a parent or a teacher can easily begin to teach these skills to the children in their care. Uh, our website, uh, I'm director of the Inner Resilience Program in New York City, is Inner Resilience Dash Tides. Dot org i n n e r r e s i l i e n c e dash t i d e s dot org, and then as I mentioned before, Castle, the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning, has just incredibly wonderful articles uh, on what we're talking about, and that's c a s e l dot org. And Daniel Goldman, myself, and others founded Castle uh, over a decade ago now that really has a vision of education that includes this in K-12 through education, that the idea of social and emotional learning would be integral to our vision of education. Well, and, and this is, it, it really is. I mean, you know, it is the difference, I think, between uh, whether or not we survive a stressful occurrence in our lives not only from an emotional point of view, but also from a tactical point of view, you know, having that saneness of mind to know how to respond. Exactly. And, you know, this is, this is important in many, many ways. Yeah. There are children that have a really difficult time just sitting down and taking some of the standard, you know, tests that we need to take right. uh, to get into college. So, I mean, there are just so many different ways that this, you know, what you've put together is important in the bigger scope of things. Well, and, you know, before the break, what I mentioned was this, what I consider to be this conversation that goes back and forth between whether or not the emotion is sparked first or is it the thought that triggers the emotion. Uh, and I don't think there is a cut and dry answer, but I wanted to, you know, hear your, your perspective. Yes, well, I, I feel that they're definitely parallel to each other here, and they're sometimes not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that every every thought has an emotional connection to it, and that's what we're really trying to strengthen. To me, is that identifying our thoughts and our feelings, and recognizing how they then influence how we're looking at things, how we perceive things, what judgments we're making about something, and clearly that our emotions facilitate rather than interfere with whatever the task is at hand. I think that's the big one, uh, that we're working along with those cues of our emotions as we make them those decisions or as we relate to somebody else. So emotional intelligence skills are really teaching young people to do that, to be, to be aware and to also use that knowledge of what they're identifying about their thoughts and their feelings to then have it facilitate and have them act differently as a result at, the, at whatever it is they want to do, whatever their behavior is. 
you know, you know, as you travel and you're you're definitely Linda, you're on many boards and 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 working this from from very very different perspectives than most people. What would you say is the issue that wears on your mind most these days? Well, I think for me, it's it's how we can expand this vision of education. That we've got to give our kids these skills. Uh, we are not preparing them for what it is they're facing, both in their adult life as well as their growing up years. And that worries me. It worries me that we we don't even realize we're doing that. That we keep making schools places that are narrow and narrow in terms of what we mean by a good education. And then we're not realizing that in our homes we have to take responsibility to give our young people all of the competencies they need to live healthy, happy, successful lives. And that it's also about having strong relationships of connection uh, with our young people. Uh, that worries me tremendously, that whether the parent is, a, is in poverty and therefore working two jobs or the parent has a six-figure salary and is not coming home when they should to be with their family, young people today are growing up with less and less connection to adults in general. And so, that has its toll. That definitely has its toll. It does. I mean, you know, this is such an important conversation that honestly for me, Linda, I do not think that we have connected the dots. And I think what you're attempting to do is help us do that. And, you know, what I mean by that is there are so many isolated conversations that are, that are going on, and I, and I know that because I'm having them on the radio. Uh, childhood obesity, out of control, you know, people pointing to the fast food industry. But, you know, great, fast food industry. The question, Linda, you know, there's got to be something underneath that. I mean, are we just simply, you know, eating machines? Right. These are the symptoms, I would say, of, of a very complicated, overly stressed life. And we're going to keep getting a variety of these symptoms. Uh, what I think we could do is pay attention a little more to how we could have that inner preparedness, both ourselves as well as our young people. And to me, it has a lot to do with the skills we're talking about here, that we have them at easy access to us when things are difficult as well as just fully appreciating our aliveness of a, of a wonderful day in our lives. This is, an, you know, Linda, I want to thank you, first of all, for joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. It's such an important conversation. Uh, I am so thrilled that, you know, schools are looking and embracing this and are using the CD and, and helping our young people uh, develop tools instead of attitudes. And so this is a very refreshing conversation. Building Emotional Intelligence, Linda Lantieri joining us here today. When we come back from break, Linda will share her personal message for everyone, including our children. search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message. 
waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. In 1972, Sir Table opened in Seattle selling hard-to-find kitchen items, and now they have 55 stores nationwide offering kitchen tools from around the world to prepare any cuisine. Sir Table has a full range of houseware and kitchen products, even books and food. Visit a Sir Table store, or better yet, for faster service, go to the HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Sir Table. With the best products, gift cards, and sale items, you can be on your way to being a first-class cook right now. Information, entertainment, worldwide. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us here today. Great conversation. Severely important topic of building emotional intelligence for our children, learning about that inner strength. Linda Lentieri is joining me here today. Linda, thank you again for the show. What is the message you want to leave with our listeners today? Well, I feel there's a real window of opportunity that exists right now in our society for these approaches we've been talking about to make their way more fully into our homes and our schools. And I think it's essential that we do it. We've got to have uh, the ability to really help our children lift their spirits up and have the kind of inner lives that are nurtured and nourished as a normal part of their childhood experience. Uh, they really need to get their childhood back, and uh, clearly these are some of the ways that they can. And paying attention to our children's emotional intelligence and inner lives will actually help us achieve the equilibrium we need in this chaotic world, you know. We've got to foster more compassion and insight and commitment to ourselves and to I love this. You're so absolutely on target. Let's all do it together. Linda Lantieri, thank you so much for joining us here today. We'll see you next week on the Dr. Pat Show.